Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Take a look. It's February 21st, 2024. I am Adriel Pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds. That rock intro has finally, finally done it. It's graded on me, and I think we'll go back to the regular one on Friday, Jeremy Lambert. Really? Why are you why are you hating on The Rock, Joel? Is, oh. is it because he left for Hollywood, and then you goaded him into coming back, and then you went to Hollywood, and you didn't understand what The Rock was actually going through, and you did business the wrong way? with the rock yeah that's exactly what it is you could like you nailed it on the head the rock ruined everybody's feeling the feeling is no longer restored jeremy Lam- oh sorry that's a different company. company sorry that's that's later on in the show when we get to be yelling yeah. <laughs> uh good morning we got plenty to talk about we got plenty to do tna world champion moose joins us at 11 30 a.m eastern it's gonna be a fun chat talking about no surrender coming up this friday they just announced another match for Bayou Blast. Tasha Steeles versus Zaya Brookside, part three. It's a match that I personally thought was going to go to a third match, and here we are. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of talk about what's going on this weekend in the world of TNA because this is the first time that the uh, staff and crew and the wrestlers are going to be back together under the same roof since Hard to Kill in Las Vegas. A lot of questions, that's for sure. Stuff happened since Hard to Kill? No, not really. They went to Vegas. They announced they're going back to Vegas. That's about it. Some guy, some Canadian took over. Okay. Sounds sounds like the last Canadian that took over. There's a lot going on in the world of TNA. We're going to, we're going to plan to talk about with Moose. It'll, it'll be good chat. Hopefully. Yeah. Hey, uh, we have a Fightful discord now. Fightful select has a discord. The reason why I'm plugging this is not only because best five bucks in the business, but also we have an in the weeds channel. I didn't ask for it. Yeah, I didn't ask for it. Clearly, Jeremy Lambert didn't ask for it. I'm not even a member of the Discord, so I didn't. I don't know what's going on on that channel. So last night, the, the Discord went live, and anyone who's a member of FIFA Select and a Discord member got pulled in. Uh, and if you want to join, just go go on Patreon and, and find out FIFAselect.com. Uh, yeah, so we have it in the Weeds channel. We'll probably get a little more involved there. I was last night uh, just kind of chatting with people, talking about wrestling and music and stuff like that. But uh, we might open it up and maybe use that channel as like a Q&A space for people so we can read it on the air. I've got the Discord open here, so I try to kind of keep up a little bit while I'm also dealing with Twitter and emails and my kids' daycare just in case. And my notes. My show notes are, are sitting in a in a notepad. But yeah, come and, join the, come and join that Discord. If you haven't already, best five bucks in the business over at FightfulSelect.com. How do... How do I join this Discord? Uh, that's going to be a whole thing for you to figure out when we're off the air. <laughs> Why? Let's do this on the air. We're not okay. doing anything important on today's show. Okay, so first thing you do is you go to FightfulSelect.com. Is that where I got to go? Yeah, then you got to... I'm ha- not subscribed to Fightful Select. Oh, you're not? Okay, so then you got to hack the mainframe. You go to HTTP colon slash slash... 
Never mind. Someone already hacked us instead. Just, just curious. What, what shows are on that Discord? Uh, there is Sour Graps in the mm-hmm. weeds. Great yeah. show. Great show. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Those, those what are the else? Three. Those are the three that are there right now. There's an Ask SRS section because, you know, if you don't have any questions for Sean on the regular Q&A, you can just ask mm-hmm. a million questions to Sean on this one. I don't know. Maybe they'll add another one soon. I don't know. That Maybe there'll like be that. another show to add there. I don't know if I would do that. Hmm. Sounds like a lot. Who would who would host a show like that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe man. on Tuesdays. I don't know. Tuesdays? Maybe 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 on Tuesdays. We have a show on Tuesdays. It's reality television and basketball. Yeah. There you go. That's that's the channel. That's what I'm talking about. That's what's yeah. missing. Yeah. Why? Are you, well, why is that are... is that the one where you do the uh, do the, the the Barbie game? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. too hot to handle. You know. Is that what it's called? The yeah, game? Lots of handle. We play Love is Blind mobile. Yeah. yeah I've been there for some of them. Those are, those are fantastic. <laughs> I think that's what I was talking about, Joel. It's missing that one. Right. Is there, another, is there another Tuesday show that I'm unaware of? I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. What we'll it, Nobody what? fills me in on anything. No, I, would, no. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Well, neither do we. We're just we're we're just pitching ideas here. I, I I'm not important. All right. I'm, I'm oh, just okay. you're, you're no, important. No matter what, I'm no matter what I do. I'm just I'm just not important. I'm just here. That's right. I'm just I left a, you something in the private chat. Yeah, the, 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 we got a sponsor for that. If you I don't wanna. know what that <laughs> that means, good for you. Good. I'm glad. You it very discreetly, if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> And then nobody knows what we're talking about. That's kind of the best part of the bit. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, Hi, Andrew Zarian. Good morning. Hello. How are, How are you? How are you? Wonderful. How are you? I love I love coming on here. I love coming on Fightful. It's become like a regular thing for me. Oh, it's so easy just to, to yeah. you know, zip you a link and be like, hey, hack the stream. That's it. That's it. So easy. So easy. It's going to be a real problem if they ever give you a, they ever give you a passcode for this thing. I know, or a show. Imagine that. Oh, that, would, that, was, that would that would that would ruin Fightful. I was this on this show. All this doesn't time. count. That this doesn't count. Are you still gonna be on this show? Like you still have to stop. You're, you're contractually obligated to still be on this show. I believe at least at least once a week. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's the thing. Like it's just like when Sean shows up with the X. Sean shows up because he loves this show. Allegedly, Andrew Zarian shows up because it you know keeps him busy. I have nothing else going on. This is this is my this is my slow period while I contemplate if I want to go to work or not. Oh, God, Just do I know? Then I go. Don't. Yeah, don't oh, I have to. I have to. If I don't work, nobody else does. That's a problem. I know that feeling. You know, hey. I for years, for years, I've been trying to come up with this plan of never working. You know, it, this has been my thing. I've I've retired twice already. I just said I'm done with this, and I've gone and done something else for fun, and then I've gone back to work. I get sucked into it. I really thought Dogecoin was going to be my retirement. It was this close, almost. Did you invest in MJF coin? Is that what broke you, Zarian? Uh, did, no, I didn't invest in MJF coin. Did MJF have a coin? Oh yeah, that was a no, thing no, no. Like- that was the rally. That was the uh, what was it called? Rally something. Oh, he had uh, a coin. He had MJF coin. Yeah, he had a coin. It was it skyrocketed for like an hour, and then. It, Everybody forgot about it, and then it was completely. Is this still a thing? It was just like a wrestling no. angle. Everyone got really hyped for about five minutes, 
and then discourse got involved. You know, wow. you know, Pete, I can curse, right? Sure. Uh, seven minutes and 45 seconds. Yes, go ahead. Okay, so pizza fucker invested in this coin Jesus. thing. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, I'm, who, who is this? Who's, maybe, who's, maybe now who's sleeping with pizza? <laughs> <laughs> so he was, he like, I think invested like legit money of his own into it it's like that's that's the people mjf was after and he got him he got him bless he got him <laughs> Pizza Zilla over here yeah good lord <laughs> people asking about gamestop did, did you guys see my gamestop story from yesterday no no i so, was perpetually offline yesterday did you go to trade in games from 20 years ago and they gave you two dollars no but apparently right now there's like high trade-in value on a bunch of games that i have like 50 dollars trade-ins on on switch games that i either play or haven't played yet anyway so i go into the store i, I I'm, I'm at the mall i'm doing groceries i dropped off my kid in the morning and it's my day off so i do groceries so I go to the groceries and in between grocery store one and two it's a walmart and a no frills okay give me a break uh no frills is like the cheap store anyway I'm like, I'm going to go go into GameStop. Why not? Okay. I'm looking for a a, a SNES uh, or a Nintendo controller for my Switch. Okay. So I go in and I ask them, hey, do you have one of these things? And she's like, the the woman behind the counter is like really flustered. She's like, I I don't know. I don't know. I just opened it. Let me give me a second. She goes running to the back. She comes pulling out this controller and it says 15 bucks on it. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll put 15 bucks. I'll do that. And then she's like, it's a dollar. And I'm like, so what? Yeah, it's deep discount. It just started today. And I'm just like, Oh, I had no idea. I'm sorry. You must think I'm a fucking maniac. And she's like, no, no, no. I, I, I just haven't done inventory. So I scored a, a dollar switch controller, which nice. I'll take That's that. Nice. That's great. I That's go through that, my candy here in my house because my kids keep breaking them. You got to stop letting them chew on them. It's not candy. Yeah, look. We need look. some switch controllers around here. There's one. There you go. I barely use the joy. I use the joy cons when I'm like flying anywhere. But otherwise, I got my, my kids I've like got, it. I got a pro controller. You know, you know what I got? I got that uh, that PlayStation Portal. Really? I got it. How does that work? What a piece of garbage! Yeah, you can't, <laughs> okay. you can't play it anywhere except for where your PlayStation is. I'm fine, but it still doesn't play right. It doesn't play right. I have great internet. I have this whole house wired like a crazy person, and it's still lagging and not able to. It's it's a disaster. It doesn't work. Should have gotten a Steam Deck. Should have gotten a Steam Deck. This is what we do. I'd like I liked the uh yeah, the, the PSP. Did you ever did you guys have the PSP? Dude, the PSP was great. Yeah. It it was kind of ahead of its time, but you know, now the problem is they made the, the UMD, isn't that what they called the, the disc? The universal yeah, yeah, yeah. media disc. Yeah, universal media disc, yeah. And those sucked. And nobody wanted to actually like you know use those but now if you had like a psp where you with like wi-fi connectivity and stuff i feel like you'd do okay my dreamcast was my favorite console of all time Dreamcast was nice i, I was an the nba game on that you used yeah. to be able to re- download the games and just burn it onto a cdr and play them it was fantastic my favorite was uh so i, I just said i was a nintendo kid but i got a ps1 I'll tell you why in a minute, but we used to be able to grab the discs from the PS1, put them in your Walkman, and they would have like the the music from all the games. Not all of them, only some of them, but a few of them. Like you put the the disc in, and it would play the soundtrack. That was the best thing to do. Yeah, I was a Nintendo kid growing up until somebody broke into our house and stole all of our consoles. Is that true? Yes, I was in seventh. This this is where it gets weird. I was in seventh grade, and I did a science project 
on the evolution of video games in terms of the graphics and all that stuff. And I was then picked to do like the school-wide science fair, not just the class one or my grade. And so I'm getting ready for the school-wide one. And all these consoles are in a big blue duffel bag in the basement of our house. Someone broke into the house. Someone stole a bunch of stuff, including the consoles. My virtual boy was in there. Do you think this was a targeted attack on Joel Pearl and his consoles? Uh, we think the person who did it was someone known to us. And that is the unfortunate oh. part of it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you offline why it was so shitty, but uh, yeah, losing yeah. all of those consoles. And then the insurance money gave us enough to get it like a PS one. Did, did you, did you threaten the person at all? Did you like, no, them them or no? you should have beat him with the PS one. The person was much older than all of us. It wasn't so. like, you know, put it like this. It wasn't really a kid, but it wasn't person was probably in their late twenties, early thirties. You should have beat him with the PS one. Yeah. Not my problem anymore. I got a switch. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my, but dude, losing a virtual, I, I bought that virtual boy for 40 bucks. That's, that's actually now it's worth a lot of money. I know. Now, if I go on Craigslist or anything like that, it's like 600 bucks and a kidney because it's Craigslist. I'll never forget my cousin and I, we stayed up so late one night because uh, that Royal Rumble game was coming out for Dreamcast. You guys remember this? At oh, all? yeah. Okay. What a piece. What a piece of shit that game was. Yeah. <laughs> so it got released to like this website that I would be able to download all these games from. So we stayed up to like 530 in the morning downloading this thing. Finally, we downloaded. We went downstairs to my basement. We put this thing in the Dreamcast and we couldn't believe it was the biggest disappointment of my teenage life terrible just a, it was a terrible game we used to play good video games on our twitch channel what do we play hits blitz oh wrestling wise we were playing uh day of reckoning play no mercy day you you, yeah. you rage you rage no mercy is the day worst wrestling game ever excuse me yeah. no there's a video about it don't worry is there really do yeah, you really hate no mercy yeah you yes. did the whole thing yeah you're not a fan of dig diggity dog the best part of that game nah, I, oh yeah the wife is reminding me that we played the aladdin ah, that game sucked uh, i hate that game aladdin and lion king the worst. Unless any ass, aladdin was great that was Dude. like an impossible game though that was the whole thing it's like no yeah. one i used to pretend that was me <laughs> that was representation for me <laughs> those disney games they made those things impossibly hard just the worst games of all time Man, I'm just trying to think of what other wrestling games we played on this channel. Do we we played uh, Backstage Assault, didn't we? Yeah, we did play. That's another bad one, right? That's another bad one. Great, that game ruled. Once you actually like play it, if you only play it for like you know 20, 30 minutes, it's got a nice little like nostalgia. Oh, this is kind of fun, gimmicky. You're talking about WCW Backstage Assault, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The best worst game ever. You could do everything but play the game in the ring. Attitude on sixty four. No, that that wasn't good. No, I like it was fine as like a PlayStation game. 64, it was like impossible. Those controls sucked. I remembered we, one night we played ECW Hardcore Revolution on, on stream, and I was so jacked and so sorry, not jacked, so jazzed to play it. And then we realized, man, that game really sucks. Yeah, the the uh acclaim controls, like the button combos and stuff was so dis- like so difficult, especially nowadays, like you know, when you're a kid, you're, you move your fingers a little faster and everything. Like the muscle memory's there as yeah. well. Like now, like the only thing I play nowadays is like NBA 2K because that's all my thumbs know how to do on a joystick now is how to shoot the basketball. I've been uh, 
I, I beat the Spider-Man game for the PlayStation. That was the, that was the first game that I have played beginning to end in 25 years. Buddy, I'm still trying to beat Mario Odyssey in the full 100%. Not I've beaten Dude, that game, game is great. It's wonderful, but I have to get all yeah. 888 moons and I can't cuz it takes forever. Did you, did you get Mario Wonder? No, I still let me Fantastic. Let me, real quick. let me show you what I'm working with here. Oh, no. I like this. I like this video game talk in the morning. Some of these are okay. Cart, I play that often. Crash Bandicoot, I still play this one, the Insane Trilogy. Nice. That's still there. Uh, Mario Maker 2 is the only reason that I have a, a Switch Online gimmick. Uh, great game until you get really frustrated with creators. Still need to play New Soup. This is sealed. Uh, what is and, that? And New Soup Deluxe was like the Wii. What game. is New Soup? Oh, New Super Mario Bros. U. Oh, new. Oh, who yeah. says New Soup? Uh, yeah, he, he, he knows the lingo, Jeremy. He's he's in he's right. in the new know with this. What the hell? And then and then the New the, Soup and then 3D World, which I still again still sealed, like have not opened it. The 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 twelve kids love playing the the Super Mario that's like 3D and you go all around New York. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, that that's Odyssey. That's the good Odyssey. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's they love that talking. one. Yeah, that one I'm still trying to really get all the moons for i don't get it i these new mario games i'm not good at them jeremy what do you play you play you play sports games that's nba it? 2k that's, that's it. not the only game i've played for the past year because i only buy i buy like maybe one sports game sometimes i'll buy the nhl game and sometimes if i'm like i'll skip madden every year or i'll skip like mlb the show it's typically only sports games though like the new WWE game that's coming out i'll play that if it's not sports though i typically don't play i don't got time to get invested into like an rpg and all that kind of stuff like i'd love to go back and play um like the uncharted series i really liked i'd love to like go back and play some of that stuff but, like i just don't got time to get invested in me this. either i just i just play sports we, we talked about wrestling video games yeah, a little bit. Yeah. This show's about whatever we want it to be. Is there anything going on with wrestling? Have we hit a slow period in the last, I don't know. So John C- Cody By Rhodes the way, this game, I used to, that game was great. Love the leisure suit, Larry. Did anyone play Commander Keen back in the day? No. Oh, that was great. That was, that's, that's an old game for y'all to play on your computers. Okay. I, I remember I rented Leisure Suit Larry, and I didn't know what it was. I, I was just, you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Big into the Maxim and everything like that. It's like, this looks, this looks fun. And I like had no idea what I was doing in this game and what it was really about. Nowadays, like I could probably, you know, parse it all out. Like, oh, okay, I get it. But when I was a kid trying to play that game, I was like, this is weird. I don't understand any of this stuff. It was above, above my head back then. Wait a minute, which, which le- Leisure Suit Larry did you play first? Because I played like the first, first one. Yeah, I think that's the one I played. Like ni- 1990. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like I, that one. You know, I, I rented it in like 95, 96 or something. I was very young. wasn't even like 10 years old. I didn't know what it was. I was just like, this looks like a fun game. Thumbs up. Leave a thumbs up on the video. Yeah, if you haven't yet, by the way, leave a thumbs up on the video and subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. Don't do the super chat and email. Get your question statement right on the air. Hell, we'll talk about video games. We'll talk about wrestling. If you steer the conversation with your money, what am I going to talk about wrestling? That's true. People are talking about big business. Well, the big business is wrestling video games. Everyone wants to know the rank, the rankings, uh, not a rankings. 
the the the, the 2k24 rankings oh that's the topic of conversation everyone's People like are oh, mad that gunther funny. and logan paul got the same rating Oh, I'm sorry that the U.S. champion who has banger matches with G1 finalist 2024 Mike Mizanin is getting the same as that guy who held the title for 620 something days so far. Did did here's the thing with the the 2K overall ratings though, is like they don't show how it's like broken down or whatever. They, right? They, they, I don't know. I don't play the game, but do they not have like a the bars or anything like that on the? I mean, maybe I, I feel like they don't. Like I do it's play the game. I don't remember them enough. But so let me use let me use NBA 2K because again, I I play a lot of NBA 2K. Like they gotta make Steph Curry really good overall because Steph Curry is really good. So like you can't just give them 99 three pointer and then like really high offensive ratings because that's still only gonna amount to like an 85 overall player. So you got to like juice his defense up to make him like a 94 overall person. Like that's what they got to do in these 2K games as well. Like if you're going to make him a 90 overall, well, you got to juice like his striking to to get it that high because you can't just put like athleticism 99 because it won't balance out properly. But I, I assume they do have like different attributes and things like that in the, the 2K. Yeah, it's based on vibes. I like that. Based on vibes, yeah. everything is. Yeah, but can they change? Can can they change in the rankings or the ratings? Um, they do in they do in like NBA two K. Like they have like weekly, monthly updates. Like if a player is playing poorly, their rating will drop. If a player is playing pretty really good, like they'll, their ratings will will up will be up. You can customize them. Um, so I, well. I I bring it up more because like there was this interesting conversation that I heard people having about. You know, if you integrate the ratings into WWE TV, do you then kind of make it a bit of a point of conversation in the commentary and in canon that like they the ranking matters or like the rating matter rank? I need to use rating because not ranking ratings. Do the ratings matter a little bit more if you start introducing them on TV? Is like this wrestler is better than this wrestler? Like Roman Reigns is at ninety nine, and then Cody Rhodes is ninety three. But if Cody beats Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, does Cody then become a ninety nine, and then Roman goes down? Is that worth like? Is that worth being? in conversation because like jeremy's saying like an nba every month they'll update it based on who's performing well in the NBA. well one all the nba players hate their 2k ratings anyway they all get mad about it and they all That's think they're yeah overrated. yeah i don't think it it actually matters i like wwe introducing it is kind of funny because they did this on smackdown right they're like logan paul's a 90 overall and the miz is an 81 overall it's like wow i wonder who's gonna win this match when you just told us this one dude is way better than this other dude i don't know if i would introduce it on television like that and like put the graphic up there maybe it's just like hey these guys are playable and everything but like putting their overall rating i thought that was a little weird uh it's different it's interesting but i also felt like i mean we kind of knew logan paul was gonna win but it was just a weird thing to do of like yeah the miz has been here a while and has accomplished all this, but he's nine points lower than Logan Paul. This guy yeah. really actually sucks. Well, they should put like a like a health meter on the screen when oh, they're wrestling God. to like show like where the damage is, like the arm and like glows red, glows yellow. I had a client, this is like 10 years ago, and this brilliant, brilliant scientist came up with this. Essentially, you would strap on these things on the athletes and it would tell you the athlete's vitals as they're playing. 
So we would be able to communicate to the coaching staff like, hey, he's suffering, something's going on. And it was able to do hydration level, muscle crampage, heart rate, all of the stuff, right? And he was pitching it to the NFL. And I was like, listen, you know, they hired me as a consultant to come on to like help them with this. And I was like, you have no chance. This has to become a consumer level thing. There's no chance the NFL wants that liability of having a player near dehydration and, you know, and you're continuing to play them. He didn't listen to me. I got fired from it. He went to the NFL and the <laughs> NFL uh, just told him, if you ever, if you ever make this an NFL football product, we'll sue you because he was trying to pitch it as like, you're, you're NFL athletes, like going into, you know, the combines going into this and uh, didn't work out too well for him. I always saw this, the, the, the ratings thing is like a, it's a marketing thing. It's to get you excited for the game. And yeah, the discourse that like, we aren't having the, Oh, why is this guy this? And this guy's like, I, I don't personally care. Other people might, but for me, it was like, if you bring it onto TV, do you want to make it a point of Canon? Like, do you want to keep bringing it up or do you just kind of leave it as a drop and say, Oh, by the way, the game that's coming out, you know, in a month or two, has this and so get excited because this is the wrestler and this is their rating easy as that doesn't matter just play with your favorite character well it's kind of what i play is i play danhausen all the time that's it is he happy they have ratings in the AEW game i think they do oh yeah i apologies to the AEW game my kids love it my kids love it my kids love that game i played it once and that was that was about it just bring a bring cm punk in give him an 83 and watch him get really upset about it yeah why am i less than logan paul <laughs> logan paul's not injured oh all right back to my hole then <laughs> anyway uh what else is going on in the world andrew what are you doing today um let's see i have to go to work i have to have a meeting with my staff i have to then uh yell at people and then i'm gonna get yelled at most likely by somebody else which is fine uh and then i'm gonna i have to take a client out to dinner tell tony to be nice to you listen i don't know what's going on with tony okay i i don't know he's been very mean to me the checks aren't coming either oh that's the worst why didn't we invite you to the uk to the rev pro show in the the fulham game everyone else went i know i didn't get i i I missed the text he didn't message me the worst no private jets for andrew zarian no but nick but nick is very nice to me though oh that's good nick's very nice to me that's great have you had the terramana with Dwayne? i have terramana not with Dwayne though okay we're gonna have to I, I would love to have the Terramana with Dwayne. He's so he's so gigantic. Like he's a cartoon. He's not a real person anymore. This man has become uh, the the entity that that is the Rock. Yeah. Right. Like he's not. He's no longer a normal person. He is the character throughout. Well, twenty twenty four Rock very famously ate nineteen ninety nine Rock. <laughs> Went back in time. Just oh, and that was it. Now he's the Rock we know today. I loved it on Friday. By the way, that yeah? was great. I loved it. I loved you, it. Do you have one of those vests? I don't have a Versace vest, no. No Versace, Versace vest. You you should probably get one before your next Mat Men show, just so you can show off the guns and do the, the promo. <laughs> just have the vest on? 
you know what? Not even you. Have Rich wear the vest. Not not you. I want Rich in the vest. Oh, Just, dude, Rich probably does have that vest. Let's get him going. Yeah, let's get him wearing that vest on camera. Do cutting the promo, trying to be the Rock. Let's go. He does a good Steve Austin. He can't do a good Dwayne though. Mm, everyone does a good Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock did a great LA Knight impression. Just yeah. fantastic LA Knight impression on Friday. That promo on Monday between LA Knight and Drew. Was it Monday? Was it last Monday? That was Friday. Friday. That was Friday. That was Friday. Yeah. It, it was it was so daunting on how Drew is not playing a professional wrestler in his promos and LA Knight is. And I don't mean that with like no disrespect. I absolutely loved like the over the top wrestling promos, but it was so different. Like these two, one person speaking like a normal one, the other one is doing like 1997 wrestling, you know? Oh, but LA so, Knight cooked them though. Cooked them. He did cook them. Nah. I'm reading the chat. Someone said they had to put a sticker of an astronaut cat over Lesnar's face <laughs> on their copy of 2K24. I'm sorry. Stevie Richards. They're putting Stevie Richards instead of uh, Brock Lesnar in yeah? the 2K game. Let's yeah. go. I'll let Stevie know. <laughs> Do I get the slapjack? Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> All right. What else are we? Are we, are we going to talk about wrestling, or are we going to? Are we going to talk about, about wrestling? Games? That's fair. What'd you like most about that promo, Rock? Uh, rock. Wow, Andrew Zarian, the Rock promo. Yeah, thank you. Great eyebrows, by the way. It's great eyebrows. That's thank right. you. That's what the Rock I needs. Just got done. That's what you need to do. Is you need to meet Rock with Nick and make sure Rock says the eyebrow. Eyebrow. Yeah. That's that's that would be actually. You know what? That would be that would be a great compliment. You know what? You know who did compliment me and called me a handsome boy? I'm not even joking. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. I am so sorry to oh, hear that. <laughs> At the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Bayside, Queens. When was this? <laughs> this is like a year ago. Oh, oh wow. Even worse. <laughs> oh, no, it's post It's post uh, him melting. Post melting. Not prior. Yeah, it, 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 it's very. He, he, he looked at me. He goes, you're such a handsome boy. Thank you. <laughs> and his and his and his son was just trying to get him out of there from talking to people. <laughs> I wonder why, handsome boy. I, you know, and I said, "Thank you, Mayor, Mister Mayor." You know, what do you say? That's a nice compliment. Jeez. He is a he is a bit draculish, though. It, it's unbelievable. If I sent you this photo, you'll you'll you'll, you'll die. Yikes! <laughs> it's America's that. mayor. People are you live long enough, that. and your heroes become vampires. <laughs> that's that's really what happens. That's that's the key to. If you live long enough, all these people end up becoming bizarros and weird. And say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Deranged. I just assume everybody's like that. I, I Listen, gave up I'm going to become like that. People are good. I'm going to become like that. I'm going to be putting on the hair, the, the, the jet black thing, and then melting. <laughs> melting. 
shoe polish shoe polish andrew zarian that's what you need yeah we need to get you some shoe polish you know who told me i had good eyebrows we've been through this nick khan nick khan nick khan did tell me i had good eyebrows yeah. mickey rivers mickey rivers i don't know former new york yankee okay no. all-time new york yankee look him up he he told me i have great eyebrows did you ask him about shaving sideburns he shaved those sideburns mattingly oh god i don't want to be here anyway <laughs> yeah oh god all right what are we what are we where where are we oh people want to know about your cheese picks maybe big cheese yeah, we had a big cheese discussion on monday oh i i i I posted. Somebody asked me that on during my Q and A. God, I was on the plane. I was like, "Let's do a Q and A," and someone's like, "Give me your top five cheeses." <laughs> Show and yourself. Yeah. Who did it? Show yourself. <laughs> I want to. I want to shake your hand. I had a. I had a. A, a Greek. It was a Greek uh, goat cheese on there. Love that. I love a good Gouda. Uh, so good. Love. A, Smoke good. I love a Bulgarian feta, not Greek feta, not French feta, Bulgarian feta. That's that's the king of fetas. Do you not know this? I'm a cheese boy. I love cheese. Well, where I, were you on Monday when we did this whole yeah. thing? I don't know. I, I Monday Monday I was uh, dealing with uh, a travesty. <laughs> oh no. Got provolone in the chat. Gruyere. That's okay. Gruyere is great. Yeah. Provolone is great. Love a good buffalo moots. Pimento. We we talked about pimento. You pimento person. Pimento. Yeah. Pimento. Pimento. Uh, like the like, like pimento oh, olives. Cheese. I don't know. It's like it's Adrian a, pimento. It's a cheese. See, pimento is never brought up. I don't feel like it's a good cheese. I've never had it, oh, but I feel like it's, it's a soft like, cheese. It's a soft cheese. I don't know what that means. It's a spreadable. It's oh. cheese and mayo essentially. I mean, I like mayo. Swiss. Someone is someone's mentioning Swiss, and that's one of my favorites. Swiss is fantastic. Yeah, but those are like the basics. Give me like, give me like your your like special tier. Give me like your stinky cheeses. I I mean, I'm not a big blue cheese stinky cheese guy. I just never was. Someone had said Munster. That's back in the Munster, chat. Munster, Munster's better than American. Yeah, Munster. Yeah, I could get behind that. Yeah, we talked about Munster's that. totally underrated. Underrated yeah. cheese. This is go good when WWE sends me the cheese board. You haven't leaked the Fast Nationals, though. So yeah, we're well, going to get the mm, cheese board. Mm, mm, I learned my lesson there. What were the collision ratings? Yeah, this what week, were the, right? yeah why didn't you give the collision? Nobody watched Collision this week. It's a dead show. Did, did, zero did ratings viewers. even come out? Was there any ratings that came out from, from the weekend? No, Collision, nobody watched it, so they couldn't post any ratings. It got a 0. 0.0 in the demo, it got zero viewers. It got canceled. It's They're going to cancel it because nobody, nobody watched what it. If, nobody showed up to the event either. Now? No one even showed up. They're, they're in the mud. Yeah, they're no one mud. even showed up to Collision this week. Tonight's episode of Dynamite is actually a like a two-hour retrospective on AEW Collision. It's very I'm sad. trying to find the SmackDown numbers. What was SmackDown? 2.7. Uh, the, the prelims came out. I don't, I, think, I don't remember what they were, but they came out. It was high. Let's go to WrestleNomics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm there. I don't see it. When in doubt, Brandon. Do you Thurston. not know how to internet, Andrew Zarian? No, I'm not seeing it. I see everything else that they've posted. Oh, my gosh. 
Let's see, Rampage ratings. Okay. It's literally Smackdown. the top thing on the West Andrews oh, area. Now I see it. Wow, they opened up at 2.8. Got it. No, this is February 9th. It's 2.5, and then it did a 0.75 in the demo for February 6th. Zarian, it is literally the top thing on WrestleNomics. I don't know what you're looking at. I don't uh, even okay. see that. All right, look, I can share my screen. I'm very, I'm highly upset. Oh, this. you know why? I see it now. You know what it is? When you click on the image, you don't see the top. It crops it. Why do you, why is your internet so bad? What are we doing? I don't know. I, I use, I use, I like, you know, I don't use Twitter on my phone. I only Look use it this. on a computer. Look, oh, it's literally too. right there. Literally. Oh, there it is. 2.5. Oh yeah. They got 2.5. Great demo. 0.75. Now I see it. Thank you. <laughs> what are we doing? Andrew Zarian. I don't know, man. I, I, I have all this stuff. I want to, I want to drop all these scoops and I'm not allowed to say crap right now. Say everything. Nobody watches this show. I don't know. Listen, I'll tell you this much. I've made it my business that every show that we do from here on in has to do at least a thousand views. And we've been hitting that metric. So drop a damn scoop or else we aren't going to get the thousand. Um, Well, I I will say uh, before I go, because I got to go soon, uh, I have to run to my train. I have two big ones coming. Two very big ones coming. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about the set and the new AEW look, but Tony scooped me on that because he announced it for the sixth. Do you have uh, ad renders of the new stage? Okay, so I <laughs> don't tell me you do. <laughs> um, I will say, I, I, people are saying that there's, there's the the tunnels again. Yeah, and the tunnels coming I, back. That's all we care about. I don't. I was. I don't think so, but maybe I didn't see that. Okay, no one pay attention enough. No one specifically said they are coming back. People are saying they would like to see them. Back. Yeah. And then I think if this is anything, if this is another like Sean hearsay thing, someone mentioned it on a Dynamite post show, and he's like, "Yeah, that'd be cool to see. I'd like to see them back." It was never like, "Yeah, I hear they're coming back." No, I got I got a bunch of tweets from people saying like, "Hey, can you confirm this?" And it was like a like another account. It was like a Twitter account saying like. AW's bringing back the tunnels. AW's doing this. AW's doing that. I, I they could. I I just I didn't see anything like that. Sure. I just see the new graphics. They look cool. Okay, that's good. I want to show me all that. Give me all that stuff. The graphics look nice. Um, you know they're they're changing everything. You know they they want to. This this is a very important question. Mm-hmm. It's not really a question. This is a comment from Maggie, who who does coexisting with Maggie uh, on this channel on Fridays. It, it's a SmackDown fist all over again. Now, here's the thing: Would AEW get a lot more viewers if they incorporated a fist into their sets? My feeling is, yes. oh, we, hundred percent. Okay, the AEW, yeah, we, yeah, 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 we need the AEW fist. Yeah, the AEW fist. That, that, because Brian Danielson's on the show, he loves fisting. People love fisting, yeah. so let's just get the fist on AEW program. There's a lot of fisters out there that they're really into this. They go through a set that's just fists. No video boards, no screen. You know, I gotta tell you though, AEW does not get enough credit for unique pay-per-view sets. Nobody talks about this. They they've gotten better about it, and that's because they were using they were utilizing like the LED boards plus things. Yeah, but I mean, That's like, fine. did you the, at World's End? That was like a whole new setup that they had. It was really impressive. Yeah, they've done some. They have done some good sets. I think the problem with like a lot of perception of the sets is that it's just a bunch of LED boards. Which, like, honestly, 
it is but at the same time it still looks cool if you configure it right if the graphics look cool like that's the good stuff that's what you want everybody wants it. this set remember this set oh you know yeah, what set this is? yeah the, backlash. <laughs> the backlash there you go why does everybody want this because it's they swung it was an interactive set and then remember in 2002 when they added little spikes on the stupid <laughs> on the hooks just put hooks, yeah. hooks and fists hooks and it'll be a, an homage to ftr and hook oh i got a wwe thing um you know we with this whole synergy with ufc now that UFC integration was a test on Monday. Oh, shocker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a test to see how it would be perceived by non-wrestlers, non-wrestling people. And it went over really well. He was great. Okay, before he took his shirt say, off. Before people say it didn't, keep in mind that this is the offline crowd that we're talking about, not the everyone's online and everybody hates everything that's not wrestling. So let's just keep that in mind. Yes. I'm glad it went over well. It went over very well. Did the rest, did the wrestling fans hate it or no? The online fans were not big fans of it. Why? Uh, what's this UFC guy doing in my wrestling? What's the pro bull rider doing in my wrestling? Uh, who is this person? Who is that person? Oh my God. It's such a shill. It's a lot of that. You're watching WWE. You're not yeah. watching Josh Barnett's uh, blood sport where it's all wrestling, you know? Well, I mean, unless you get to Nick Nemeth versus Speedball, then it's just going to be match of the year. And I'm a big fan. Uh, of I can't wait for that, actually. I'm really excited for I that. I'm not being sarcastic. Like, I'm very yeah. much looking forward to this because it's such a weird clash of styles. It's going to be so fun in the worst possible way. <laughs> just beat up. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah. Look at this, Maggie. Perfect. The, the stage should be a huge block of Bulgarian cheese. Hundred percent. Yeah, maybe 100%. That'll, maybe that'll bring Miro back to TV. Yeah, it's the big tank Just, and cheese. Maybe that could be another Jericho match. You know how we had like the the orange the orange juice match. It just it just <laughs> soft Bulgarian feta in a pool. God, that sounds awful. Let's just do it. gets in there and starts consuming it, gets fatter and fatter. Let's go. Oh my god. Great. Miro's Great. like, I don't need the tank, I just need the feta. I, I, I told the story a bunch of times when I was a kid. My grandfather was was uh born in Bulgaria, and uh when I was a kid, he ran some racket. I don't know what it was, but at random hours of the night, like the dead of night, like 12 o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning these gigantic Bulgarian men would show up at my house and just start smoking cigarettes and like talking very loud. And then they would just leave. They would take an envelope and leave. I'm not even making this was this. And it was like all Rusev. It was a bunch of Rusevs. Every one of them. And it, it, that's what I grew up with. So someone, someone in our, uh, in our, in the weeds, fightful discord, finally, finally piped in and said, Post-face melting Rudy Giuliani telling Andrew Zarian he's a handsome boy was not something I had on my 2024 bingo card. Yep. yep. I get it. I really do. Yep. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so so the, the TKO experiment was was a success by all accounts, at least from from what you're hearing. Yeah, from the TKO side, yeah. And they could you know, they want more disintegration because they think, you know, you have two separated audiences. Obviously, there's some crossover, but not not as much as they would want. So why not maximize it, you know? Well, this this was something that you know one of the uh, the Endeavor 
oh, I forgot who it was. It was it was a comment that was made that we see the two as working synonymously together, UFC and WWE. And at the time, people were like, oh, this is so stupid. Da, da, da. And I said, no, there's a, there is a life cycle. There is a product cycle for UFC and WWE. It makes sense that they would be working together in some way, shape, or form. Plus, you just did the UFC integration with Honda Center. Sorry, the Endeavor, the TKO integration with Honda Center, where you had the UFC event the Saturday before, and then you had wwe raw on monday so like it makes sense i get i get why they did it they just got they went very heavy-handed with it well boys i gotta skedaddle skedaddle get out of here i gotta make thank i you, gotta jeremy. make my journey thank you jeremy thank you joel thank you this buddy. was a not very nonsense uh 45 minutes but it was exactly what we all want as it typically is <laughs> see you as tuesday pal see you on tuesday pal <laughs> The one and only Andrew Zarian. Uh, are you still working away over there? So I'm going to be be honest with, with our audience right now. Um, I am kind of sort of preoccupied. Everyone knows I got different roles and stuff. John Cena is on Howard Stern right now. He's been on Howard Stern this whole time. I've been trying to balance the listening uh, aspect and, and trying to still make myself part of the show. Uh, Cena is currently commenting or he's kind of, I'm a little behind uh, the part I'm at. He is commenting on Vince. Um, so I'm going to kind of transcribe these thoughts and also or transcribe the thoughts and also let everybody know what he's saying. And we'll give a little commentary on it as well. Cause so Stern is setting this up by the way of just saying Vince is in hot water. Uh, that's sure. One way to phrase it. It's probably the, the least possible way of phrasing it, but okay. Yeah. And then Cena is basically has now asked him, well, how do you handle it? And Stern is saying, well, some people I just got to cut out of my life. And that's what Stern is talking about now. Um, and now Cena is hopefully about to comment here. So there's a possibility that John Cena has uh, cut out Vince McMahon from his life. At least so that's the, the guy who's been good to you, who's been great to your career. You know, how how do you navigate this? Cena is now saying he doesn't think it's complicated to talk about, but it's complicated to listen to. Joel, if you can talk a little bit, I'm going to put Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Uh, on the topic itself, I mean, Jeremy and I were kind of mentioning this off air that it was going to be a long interview with John Cena. He's done this before with Stern. And Stern, this interview has been about two hours. Yeah. And, he, and this is not out of the realm. Uh, uh, this is not out of the ordinary for, for Stern. So I'm, I'm not shocked that they're getting into the Vince McMahon conversation. Um, I'm also not shocked that it's happening this deep into the interview, but also it'll be cut up for clips. His Stern channel does very well, but uh, I, I'm interested to hear what, uh, what John Cena has to say about it because, yeah, this is a guy who was at the birthday parties, who was on the Jets, who was in every aspect of John Cena's career and life. They were friends, talked about as a father figure John was to, or Vince was to John, even though John Cena Sr. still exists. Uh, regardless, like there's, there's always been a relationship there. So I would like to hear John Cena say it's bad and I cut him out. I also You're not saying that. I there you go. I also wouldn't 
I wouldn't doubt that John Cena would say something along the lines of it's complicated and we're going to navigate this together. He's always been good to me, but if he did something wrong, then he deserves to be punished or whatever it's going to be. We don't know what he's going to say. Jeremy's currently working on that and we're going to get there. So there you go. Um, Zarian's posting what is a quote. Is Howard still hiding his house? Uh, I don't know if this is the actual quote. This is uh, Cena saying, this is the quote that, that Zarian has. And if this is the one, I mean, yeah. Zarian, are you saying this is what he said or this is what you would say if you were John Cena? Because this is uh, this is something I'll read out. He's a quote. Again, don't know if this is Cena or if this is Zarian as. He Cena. has no, no. This is a, a quote is from quote? from Cena. I'll have the full quote here in just a second. Okay, so I'll read this out real quick. So Cena says, "Quote: I don't put a lot of time and equity into it. There's still a long way to go. I'm a big advocate of love and friendship. In the same breath, I am also a big advocate of accountability." Okay, so that is directly from John Cena in this interview. He's going to play it in a way that he's he's, he's just going to, yeah. He's, he's going to say, he's basically going to say it sucks, but, and that's going to be it. And we're, and we're going we're gonna to have to deal with the fact that, that John Cena has a very different relationship with Vince McMahon than the one that we have. Does that excuse anything? No. But does it explain some people's feelings towards the situation? Yeah, it unfortunately does because again, we're not we're not in those rooms, we're not in those jets, we're not having those things. And yeah, but isn't exactly a great conversation or isn't exactly a great comment, but again, we're dealing with people who have had very different experiences than the ones we have. So, they're going to tread lightly. It's still Hollywood. They're still all trying to be, you know, them they're still trying to save themselves too. So, here we are. We'll see what the full quote is once Jeremy gets it up. Uh, ironically, Volov did send a super chatter earlier saying, for Jeremy, I understand burnout. I just hope you're taking care of yourself. Uh, we're all doing our best. And I hope that uh, that you are too. So yeah, we're, we're just trying to get the, uh, the John Cena, Howard Stern comments through and see what he had to say. If you need to mute me, Jeremy, you can always do that. But uh, I'm just trying to keep things going so we're not dealing with dead air. Uh, yeah, people are saying word salad, non-answer. That's kind of what I personally expected. It's, and that's it's largely kind of that. Um, he's saying, oh God, it's largely the construct of operating with honesty and communication. It is a lot of... Uh, it's tough to give thoughts while he's still talking it's uh, we're just getting through the quotes now so once we get them we'll we'll let you know yep i'm hearing he's just saying buzzwords accountability has become a bit of a buzzword in hollywood and uh yeah i'm, I'm interested i am interested but yeah, it's, it's Stern. It's also Howard Stern. He's not exactly the beacon of news, uh, you know, portraying here. He's not a breaking news guy. He's going to get quotes from Hollywood. John Cena wants everybody to have the experience with Vince McMahon that he has. Well, that's not the case. And... and uh... 
and this is what I was trying to get. This is what I was trying to say. His experience, he's going to speak on his experience. Yeah. And he's not willing to just cut him out. It's not, again, not, it's not what I would do, but it is the thing that I'm saying he would answer with. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be upset about it, rightfully so, because uh, here we are. Yeah, Cena's publicist is going to just dive right in, says the ITW general manager. She's probably right. Yeah, again, it's such a, it's such a strange conversation to have uh, in terms of like John Cena trying to kind of explain his side of things. Because like the allegations are so real and messed up like yeah the way i understand not understand the way i internalize a lot of this stuff is i do try to put myself in the shoes of those who are involved in every side that's kind of how i always try to do that i come from maybe a place of empathy or at least a place of understanding um and with with cena like i said you think about the experiences they have i understand that you can easily just say, I cut him off and that's it. And in a lot of cases, that would be the answer. I also understand that John Cena has been through a lot with this one person. And so the experience is different and therefore the expectation or the, the view of somebody is different. So it's okay. So he's now they're talking about marriage and stuff and that, that doesn't sure. have anything to do with, uh, with Vince. Um, this is another side, by the way, he could just be processing. He's had a while to process, but I don't think he's been really asked publicly and in long form about this. No, he hasn't. Um, you know, he's done media for Ricky Stanicki. It was around the time that everything came out because it was just ahead of Rumble. Um, you know, he appeared on like morning talk shows and it was never brought up or anything like that. Uh, so he has done media, but this is the first time he's certainly asked about it and gotten to like any type of depth. Um, yeah, it, <sighs> I'm not surprised by the answer because Cena's relationship, he, he said this before when the allegations came out of like, I love Vince, you know, my experience with him is different than other people. <sighs> There's just not a lot of... You know, he says the whole thing is super unfortunate and it sucks. It deals with an individual I love and an entity I love. I I want everyone to have the experience that I have. Not only do I tell a friend that I love them, but I switch to the entity and say, how can I help? I don't know if there's a lot of empathy towards the victim here. And that's where I get caught up on things of like, maybe you can condemn some of this stuff that has come out like his, his experience, his relationship is, is certainly different than ours is with Vince. We got to be uh, cognizant. Yeah. We just need to be yeah. mindful of that. And that's not, yeah. and that's not answering and that's not sweeping it under the rug. It's more just coming from a place of understanding. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it's a, I don't, I don't want to say too, I can't speak for John Cena. John Cena has spoken for himself on this. I wish everybody would just condemn. I thought Seth Rollins had good comments when he was asked about it. He condemned it. He 
still made it known that like his relationship with Vince is different than everybody else's, but you got to condemn this stuff, man. I, I honestly look at, I, I have a different viewpoint on these guys when they just don't condemn some of this stuff. It's honestly sad. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. Again, I, I'm just now hearing it. I'm kind of balancing all of this, but Hey, it, it's not great. Honestly. Randy Orton spoke to uh, Sports Illustrated and Andrew Zarian posted the comments in the chat. I'll read them out. Says, uh, I'll leave the expletives out. It effing hurts my heart. I've got to say this. I wouldn't be where I am without Vince McMahon taking a chance on me a handful of times. I would not be where I am today without Vince McMahon. But I'm reading this shit. You, what you've seen and read, I've seen and read. As far as commenting on that, it effing hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. Rand- and Yeah, Randy's a dad. He has a very different perspective. Not to say that being a dad is going to be the answer to how one answers a question, um, but it is it is a point worth noting. And Randy just said, you know, his empathetic part was it it sucks. The guy that took a chance on me, the guy that I trusted, the guy that I did all this stuff with is is under investigation for very heinous uh, things, acts. And all you can really do in that point is you know talk about your experience and say what you say and that's what he did said it hurts said it sucks and it does suck if you're someone who was close by because this is a different experience this is a different person so here we are again you know cena does say a big advocate of accountability if someone's behavior lies so far outside of your value system that the balance shifts of i can't operate in a world where this works that's the end result of being accountable Right now, I'm going to love the person I love. Be their friend. I love you. You have a hill to climb. There's a saying of you don't you don't know who your friends are until shit hits the fan or your back is against the wall. That doesn't make any of what's going on easier to swallow. Just telling someone you love them. It's a hill to climb. We'll see what happens. That's that. It sounds so cliche, but it has to be one day at a time. I've openly said I've loved the guy. I have a great relationship with the guy. And that's that. He's that's that a lot. Uh, it's largely my construct of operating honesty or operating with honesty and communication. Uh, those are strong leads to handling any problem or achievement. The whole thing is super unfortunate and it sucks. It deals with an individual that I love and into an entity I love. I want everyone to have the experience that I had. Then he talked about like if you go to Disney, you want everybody to have the great Disney experience and not let one employee basically ruin your experience and then he closed with not only do i tell a friend i love him but i switch to the entity and say how can i help that's pretty much the entire quote right there um or like orton at least went a little bit further condemn this shit man like none of it's good none of it it's okay to be like Vince McMahon's a piece of shit. I have a different relationship with him, but I, I can't defend this. Like he was good to me. He he helped build my career. This isn't the person that I know, but this person, I don't want anything to do with. I, I don't want anything to do with him. If, if this is what happened, no, it's allegations. Sure. But man, step up and just condemn this shit. Yeah. 
again, I, I, I go back to the way Seth Rollins, and you mentioned it earlier, the way Seth Rollins spoke about it. I think so far he's been the one to give the most eloquent, honest, and uh, fair comment about it. People, if they did this, should get what's coming to them. Because they are allegations. We can't prove anything, but from a league, from from this from the point of what we know and what we're being, you know, what we're reading, people should get what's coming to them. In this case. <sighs> Man, just it's sad. It is. I guess John Cena finally turned heel. I don't know. I'm trying to <laughs> try and add a little like, levity to it. I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I say, we always keep up on this topic because this is something that's of importance and it's something that we want everyone to keep abreast of as well. And we'll add our commentary here and there. So uh, here we are once again. John Cena comments on the Vince McMahon allegations and we got that just live and in color. There's a little reaction for you. Here we are. Yeah, there's been uh, a few things that you know we haven't hit on that's new. Paul Roma, he spoke yesterday. Um, we also had ring boy, a uh, former ring boy, Sean did an interview and with allegations against Mel Phillips and just basically the WWE culture, Ashton Mazzaro's daughter came out and, and said that, um, Kara Pipia and her, her mom weren't on the best of terms when Ashley passed and she did say, like, maybe Ashley did say these things to Kara, but Kara also might just be looking for a 15 minutes of fame type thing. Um, so, you know, now keep that in mind when thinking what, what Kara said. Again, they what she said could still be true, but now it, maybe it's also someone who is just looking to get on television, which doesn't help a case really um so yeah it's gonna continue to to just suck i guess uh it's gonna continue to suck um i saw the the super chat from from vala i know you you pulled it up uh while i was kind of doing all of this um and i appreciate i appreciate you vala i appreciate everyone who messaged me uh on monday i was very i had just listened to the ring boy stuff and like that it's such heavy stuff to listen to and it's like and it's very constant very very constant with this stuff and like yeah it is it's constant and it's a lot and it gets overwhelming and it would be maybe okay if like uh it would it would be maybe okay if like this was all I was doing. It'd still be very heavy. But again, I, I'm doing like this show, I'm doing other shows, I'm listening to random interviews with like Julia Hart and Thunder Rosa. And like that's levity and stuff for me, but it it, it weighs a lot and it, it becomes just overall very overwhelming in covering all of this. And yeah, Monday night I did question of like is this really worth it? Like, is it? Sometimes I just watch tech YouTubers and I say, man, that's the life. And then I speak to Mike Straw and I have a completely different feeling. It's, it is. Uh, I don't envy 
I'm not going to turn this into a Joel and Jeremy talk about how great they are moment, but I, I very rarely envy your work when it comes to this. I do envy how you approach it. And I do envy the way that you care about it. And I think that that that's worth, uh, that's worth the praise that people are giving you. And I will say that, um, we also talk about burnout. You and I individually, we talk about it together. We talk about it. We talk about it offline and online online as it were. And we both need to be better. I think personally at, at knowing those boundaries and knowing, so we're going to find, we're going to find a B team for in the weeds. No, we're not. Who am I kidding? We, we have SP3 to fill in for one of us when, when the other has to run away. But um, we continue to do the work and we continue to 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 do this because we're here for y'all. We're, we're, this is, you know, we become a conduit for a lot of this conversation and we appreciate that you trust us with that. I say that a million times and I mean it. And when Ryan Lambert sends us a nice super chat saying, love you both, stuff can be hard, but we love y'all. Hey man, we appreciate y'all and we love y'all too because, you know, we're, we're all on this together. We're all... St- we're all stuck in this muck of shit right now. They even talk about the tacos. I just want to talk about tacos. That was a fun interview with Julia Hart. And what uh, were they eating, taco wise? I don't fully remember. Uh, I see Stephanie Chase in the chat. Chat. Shout out to to Stephanie. She does great work. And, I'm not uh, ducking you, Stephanie. I promise. <laughs> she does great work, and like I, you know, I've I've had conversations with women in this space of of just like how they're feeling, trying to check in and things like that, because we, we do want to make this a better space for everybody. And like, none of this is like good. None of it is none of it. A lot of this isn't fun. And that that's where I go to. Where is it like worth it? kind of stuff so like your your thumbnail is is cody rhodes and he lost again and i'm just like i don't know if i got the energy to talk about cody rhodes losing to drew mcintyre last time we did it it turned into a very awkward conversation <laughs> like it's like the fun stuff just doesn't always seem that fun and i admire people like i'm not trying to be like, oh, so much is on me and everything. Like people actually deal, like people actually deal with people. Again, a lot of the women in this space actually deal with fucking idiots who go in their mentions and harass them and, you know, send them messages of harassment and stuff. Like I don't have, nobody does that with me. There were some dorks who were talking about, I just copy and paste all my articles, but, um, like I don't deal with one one hundredth of the harassment that the the women in this space get, and I truly admire all of you for just hitting back at that or continue forward with with everything because it's all awful, and we serve not you guys, you guys here are great. We serve a community of generally kind of terrible people. And I don't like, I don't like saying that, but when you see all the stuff that's online and all the stuff that, that, that a lot of our peers deal with, it's like, yeah, all of you guys suck. And it, it, none of it's, none of it's fun. And I don't know. I don't know, man. We got Moose in 20 minutes. 
Actually, I just got an email asking if Moose uh, would like to join us now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah sure. I That's have fun. said yes. I, okay. I simultaneously got a an email from Impact, or sorry, from TNA, and at the same time got a text from Sean Ross Sapp saying they want to they have Moose join us now. And I, I said, yeah, let's go for it. So okay. uh, if, if Sean's listening, yes, I did reply. So uh, Moose is going to be joining us momentarily. We're going to talk to him about uh, a plethora of things. I know we are. We got plenty to talk about it. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun chat. I, I'm gonna. I, I want to ask him about that old TNA belt, the old TNA belt, the white, the white leather one, the one that I that I they called a Pakistani eBay purchase. That's the one that I want. Oh, it's the one oh that boy. I want. Oh, I, I don't try. That's not moose on the bottom of my screen. No, no. What, what's happening here? I don't know, but I don't like it either. It seems very bad. On? Seems seems awful. I didn't want to put him on screen. We joined by Moose. Yes, we know. Just letting you know. All right, thank you. Yes. No, I'm aware. I, I emailed. Yeah, <laughs> we just did this. I really wasn't listening. Not <laughs> <laughs> watching the show. Breaking news: Moose is about to join you. Oh, okay. Good Sean, did you hear that the, the Bellas are sport. spilling tea? Hmm. Did you hear that the Bellas are spilling tea? I've never heard of that before. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Who's to us? <laughs> <laughs> Comes in, says hi. That is, that is a, 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 a inside joke on our staff chat. The, the Bellas are always spilling tea. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, now, now that Sean has finally left us, as he should have, our actual guest appears to have arrived. If he's ready, he can give me a thumbs up. All right, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, very, very, very excited to welcome the TNA world champion, Moose. Good morning, Moose. Good morning. How are you guys How are you doing? doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I hate having my phone sideways because then the <laughs> camera is to the left and I want to look straight. But now I have to kind of like look to the left. It's so weird. You, you got to well, walk around with a big, you know, SLR camera and just do it like yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, we we appreciate you joining us. Uh, well, oh, thank thanks. you for for thanks taking the for time. Having me. Thank you for taking the time this morning. Uh, I mean, let's let's get into it. You have been very open and honest about you resigned with TNA because of your relationship with Scott Demore, and then um, about a few weeks ago, it was announced that that Scott Demore had been removed as TNA president. What were your thoughts when this news kind of hit? Um, initially when I heard about it, I was shocked. Obviously I was, uh, upset, angry, sad, uh, a bunch of emotions. Um, at the same time, if anybody in the company could relate to stuff like that, I mean, I'll probably be best suited because of my time in the NFL. Um, I mean, is it, it, we, I came from a world where like head coaches get fired all the time. Right. And, um, even in fact, my rookie year, I got drafted by one guy and he promised me the a whole bunch of things and then he gets fired. I'm going into my second year. And I mean, I had the same emotions. I was angry. I was pissed. I was upset. Um, at the same time, um, you just have to put faith in a general manager that, um, they know what they're doing. Um, you have to trust that um, he, he has the best um, he's making the best decision for the company obviously um, nobody wants to see TNA perish right and I mean especially Anthem because they've invested so much money in it so 
um, as much as we don't understand the decision, you have to trust it and um, come to work and put 110%. I mean, everybody knows my relationship with Scott. and But the thing is, my relationship with Scott is always going to stay the same. He's always going to be my mentor. He's always going to be my coach. He's always going to be a big brother to me. I'm, he's going to be the first guys I call when I need a relationship. Just unfortunately, at the moment, we're not working with each other. So... Um, but I, I mean, knowing Scott very well, I, I know he still wishes the best for TNA, and hopefully, um, he brought he he's put together a roster that's gonna carry on his work and carry on his legacy. And um, now we have a new head coach and um, Anthony, and we have a GM and Lynn, and now we just have to put our trust and our faith in them to carry the torch, you know. This is the uh, the first time that you guys have all been together since Hard to Kill as a, as a TNA unit. What's uh, what's the vibe like? Well, how's how's everyone feeling? Kind of coming back to it in uh, New Orleans this weekend. Um, I think the best way to get over something like that is to work. Is to do what we all do best: is um, go in there and put on the best damn wrestling show, um, which we've been doing lately. So um, I, I I think majority of the guys in the locker room um, have the same mindset that I have. Um, we have a new head coach now. We have a new um, leader, and um, we're going to bust our ass and do the same things we've been doing um, thus far. There was a, a letter that was put together by talent that was, was sent to Anthem. Did you see this letter? Were you part of this letter? Uh, I mean, I saw this letter. I mean, it was just a last effort dish to hopefully try to – uh brings bring Scott back but I mean I mean um it is what it is it's just one of those things where you know um um like I said we are all gonna put our best foot forward um uh, we have a new coach now and we're gonna play our asses all for for him and we're gonna do the best thing as a talent we're gonna do what we know to do best which is put on a great damn wrestling show. Well, let's, let's shift focus to that wrestling show for a second. Before Impact Wrestling went dark, you were challenging for the TNA title. And at the time, yourself and Brian Myers were kind of on the out. Myers started working with Edward Edwards. And then suddenly the system formed. How did that system group all come about and then suddenly just kind of came into formation by the time it got to Hard to Kill? Oh, I mean, the sense you got to think about me and Eddie, uh, we've been great friends for the longest. I know we had a little feud going on, uh, but I think we look past our differences and realize that we're better um, as friends at, than anything else. And then me, I had a relationship that I formed with Myers. Um, I, I think it just made sense to, that all three of us pairing together is – is is better and the strongest um faction group in tna history so we was like why not and i mean look at i mean it's already successful because i'm now the tna world champion on the on the subject of the system i was very surprised but also very happy to see d'angelo williams at tna hard to kill i wanted him back in the ring how did this come about and is there a possibility he gets back in the ring 
Um, I mean, that's a question for D'Angelo. I mean, I would love him back in the ring, but D'Angelo was really, really strong-minded when he said it was it was one and done. <laughs> when we had that tag match, I think that was like, what, five years ago, four years ago, something, five years ago, I believe. But he was strong-willed about that. He told me, he was like, Moose, I'm only doing this once, so... <laughs> Um, don't ask me ever again to jump back in the ring. So hopefully he has a change of heart. Um, I, I think D'Angelo, in my opinion, started a trend of celebrity um, celebrities jumping into the ring. And I, I still think he's had the greatest um, celebrity debut um, surely um, in the whole in the whole game. Um, I know Logan, I mean, can you, can you call Logan a celebrity? He's a full-time wrestler now, right? So More or less. Um, yeah, so um, I still say D'Angelo is the greatest celebrity, has, has the greatest celebrity debut match in pro wrestling. I, so what was the hard to, hard to kill appearance? Like, how did that come together? Cause it was very surprising. D'Angelo hadn't been on, you know, certainly wrestling television for a while. And then he just showed up backstage with you guys. I was, I was surprised to see it. Like, how did that all come together? Um, I knew it was going to be a big night for us, the big night for the system. So I invited him down and hey, let's just look at D'Angelo as the Dennis Rodman um, to the NWO, you know? Uh, whenever he has time and whenever he's not um he's a busy man i mean he has his own podcast he's in he's on tv shows he he has his own tv show that he's working on the ghost myth busters whatever it's called um so whenever he's not busy doing all the all the wearing the different hats that he wear and doing all the things he he is he has a home in tna he has a group in the system that he could always come to and and um do some dirty stuff no yeah i loved it uh i'm a panthers fan so double trouble with him and, and jonathan stewart those were yeah. some, some glory years for the panthers i used to i used to hate those years because i was a falcons <laughs> guy i was drafted by the uh i was drafted to play four years with the falcons so they whooped our ass a lot so <laughs> julius peppers was always getting after somebody oh, yeah. i mean he got to me a few times so yeah. <laughs> but he's not um i mean i could say that I left. Uh, I I played against the Hall of Fame defensive end, and um, he didn't get a sack on me. So I guess that's one of my claims to fame in the NFL, right? <laughs> this uh, this Friday night, you've got uh, TNA No Surrender. You're defending the TNA World Championship against Alex Shelley in a No Surrenders match. So uh, very quickly, just to explain the match, there are other members of each person's team who can throw in the towel for their respective members. So someone from the system could throw in for Moose, someone from Alex Shelley's time splitter jacket, whatever you want to call him, could throw in for him. Uh, going into this match, kind of what are your feelings? How do you feel out a match like this where you basically don't have any control? Um, I mean, we know how the system works. And I've, we already, I already talked to those guys and I talked to Lish and Eddie and Myers and they know under no circumstance that they throw that towel in. And um, I can't say the same for Alex Shelley because um, I'm fixing to do a lot of ter terrible things to him. And um, I guarantee I'm going to walk out the victor. Um, but, I mean, it's one of those things people, when, when you hear Moose, you don't think about um, all these gimmick matches, but I've been in more gimmick match than anybody in the history of TNA. So um, there's another one for you, the no surrender match and Moose is a part of. So 
Um, I'm planning on being victorious, and I'm planning on hurting um Alex Shelley, um, very badly, and I'm I'm gonna make sure somebody from his team throws in a towel. Now hold on, let's just pretend that nobody listens to the show or covers these interviews. What what illegal or downright dirty things are you planning to do to Alex? Oh, uh, um, there will be blood. Okay. I say that. Yeah. Throw in a white towel just to mop up the blood. Yeah. Um, somebody who closed hard to kill with you he, after kind of cut your celebration short, Nick Nemeth coming in, laying you out, uh, not looking past Alex Shelley, but maybe looking, wh- what do you have in store sort of for, for Nick Nemeth? And what's it been like having him there in the locker room as well? Um, honestly, Nick was a great addition to the TNA roster, to the TNA family. Uh, it's just unfortunate that um, he picked me to um, make an impact um, against. And um, I always tell people that God, God forgives, I don't. So whenever I'm ready to do to retaliate to what Nick Nemeth um, did trust me? Um, you you know, but I'm not worried about him right now. My um, focus is 100 percent on Alex Shelley. I think he, Alex Shelley deserves that, and that's what I'm gonna give him. But it's gonna be a time, and it's gonna be a place. I decide to put, get my hands on Nick, and the whole world will see it. Some people may not know this, but before you wrestled Kushida this past week on Impact or on TNA Impact. You've tagged with him before. Talk yeah. to me about working with Kushida both as an opponent and as a tag team partner. Um, first of all, I'm going to give Kushida a compliment. He is probably the youngest looking old wrestler that I've ever seen in my life. Um, uh, <laughs> Kushida is actually probably like 40 years old, but he looks like he's 18. So, um God bless those Japanese jeans. Um, I wish I had some of those. But yeah, um, many moons ago, I tagged with Kushida in Japan. And um, I remember specifically, we made our entrance and he sat on my shoulder with both of us doing the most thing. Um, and that was a very special moment. I think that was my first tour with New Japan. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun. And um, wrestling against him, obviously, um, I've matured since um, when we tagged. I'm a different wrestler. I'm half the size I was when I tagged with him. Um, I'm, I'm completely different. Um, I have a brand new attitude. I have a different attitude than I was then. So um, I have nothing but great things for Kushida. But um, with all those great things I have to say about him, I, uh, he, he stood no chance against me. We do have a question from our audience uh, sending in a super chat, kind of circling back to, to Scott Moore. Um, you know, again, you were honest about your relationship with Scott was part of resigning, staying with Impact. And the, this person is just asking if how much would there be in reconsideration if you knew kind of things would pan out this way with Scott? Um, I don't like answering those kind of questions. I mean, I'm I, I live in the now, and the now is what it is. And uh, I have a five year contract with TNA, and I'm expected to perform uh, to live out all five years of that uh, deal and um, continue my um, my goal to build TNA to big and better things. So, with that in mind. The white TNA belt that you carried around for a little while. 
Yeah. Where is that belt now? Um, it's um, I, I have it. Um, and the only reason why I haven't brought it out is because um, this belt we currently have is new. Um, let I mean, I think it would be stupid for me to get a brand new belt and then switch it out when it's the first time anybody has ever seen this belt, right? But I mean, let me let me be a champion for six, eight more months, maybe a year, and I might pull out the white TNA belt and do a little swap. Well, before we let you go, we have a little game we like to play on the channel. It's called Partner Promo Punch in the Face. I give you three different wrestlers that you are well acquainted with, and you're going to tell me which one you would like to partner with in a match, which one you'd like to punch in the face in a one-on-one match, and which one you would like to go on a promo spree with one-on-one in the ring on the microphone. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Josh Alexander, Rich Swan, and PCO. Moose, partner promo, punch in the face. Um, can I just punch all three of them in the face? <laughs> I mean, you can. Uh, I think I would just punch all three of them in the face. <laughs> you don't want to partner with them? I respect that. I respect nah, that. Yeah, I think I would just punch all three of them in the face. The only person I would like to partner with is the um, girls and guys in the system. And um, I'm not really a talker. I'm more of a fighter. So I just want to punch all three of them in the face. Well, this Friday, you're going to be trying to punch or at least punching Alex Shelley in the face at TNA No Surrender. You can watch that on TNA Plus, YouTube Ultimate Insiders, Thriller, and more. And, of course, if you want to check out the TNA stars, they're going to be at Bayou Blast the next night. They're in New Orleans this weekend. Moose, thank you so much for your time this morning. Oh, Thanks for having me. Thank you, Moose. I appreciate it. Take care. There we go. The one and only Moose, TNA World Champion. And here we are again. Good chat. Good chat with Moose. Good we chat. Appreciate, we appreciate yes. him uh joining us. I I guess it's early. It's early everywhere when you when you really think about it. Oh yeah, no, it's five o'clock somewhere until somebody <laughs> texts you incessantly to tell you it's not five o'clock anymore. <laughs> oh my goodness. Where are we? We got a half an hour left on the show. Um do we wanna do you wanna focus over shift over to uh to Raw or what are we doing here? yeah we can we can talk about raw honestly the the only things i want to talk about i mean tko raw we kind of talked about that with uh with andrew zarian and then production changes and then we could talk about stories if we really want what do you think of those new production changes what do you think of those new camera angles they were good they're, they're fun they're fun Walking through the arena for 60 seconds <laughs> Yeah, you know, they they brought back like the drone and stuff. Uh, they did the graphics on the screen. Like it's it's not bad. Uh, Michael Chandler was there. That's really what I want to talk about. Michael Chandler just calling out Conor McGregor on WWE Raw. When you saw that, what was your what was your initial reaction? Were you just like, oh, let's go, or were you just like, what are we doing? I was like, you know, that's something uh, something interesting. Uh, it's something different. Dana White has been very honest about um you know uh he doesn't think there's too much of a crossover audience between WWE and ufc i don't think he's wrong in that but they got the partnership with anaheim the honda center you know they were there they had the big ufc big ufc show on saturday and then raw on monday and they decided to use that partnership the netflix people were there as well apparently endeavor people were there so they just uh you know 
decided to use that time for Michael Chandler to call it Conor McGregor. Now you probably got to deliver on this fight. It feels like they did it because they're either very, very close or they've already signed it and they're just waiting to roll it out. Feels that way unless they're trying to, you know, force Conor's hand. I'm not an MMA guy, so I don't really know. Like, I understand that Conor is a controversial figure in MMA or really in, in sports in general. And I also understand that he doesn't always agree to do fights until it's like completely set. Right. So Connor, what's there's a lot with Connor, a lot. Um, and, uh, like he announced that he was fighting. I'm pretty sure Michael Chandler, I'm, I'm looking this up to, yeah, he said he was going to fight Michael Chandler june 29th oh that was the yeah the the restaurant video right yeah i saw but then dana basically came out and was like i don't know if that's actually happening i don't know if connor's gonna be ready and it's so it's a weird it's a weird dynamic with that and i don't ufc hasn't confirmed any type of fight i got no idea if this is happening or not to me it feels like connor wanted to control the announcement or the 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 narrative of this and then dana was like well no this is a ufc fight so i'm going to i'm going to run point we're going to announce it when we want to announce it there are things at play that you don't understand for all we know the chandler segment was supposed to happen either that night or it was supposed to be the, the beginning of the build i don't know how much crossover ufc and wwe would have from there but it felt like you know they had a different rollout in mind and maybe it was one of those, you know, he tweeted it out before, you know, years of work and they just tweeted it out. So that's kind of where my brain goes when I think about that whole exchange. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why they, why they did it. If Chandler was just there, it was to hype the fight. They, you know, they announced the UFC 300 main event and it ain't a UFC 300 main event. It just feels like it's a fight that they're doing. Like three, you know, UFC 200 was a big deal. That was the that was the Brock Lesnar return fight. That was supposed to be Jones and Cormier two or two, yeah, two before Jones failed drug test. Be like the day of, the day before. Uh, that was uh, Misha Tate finally went in the title against Holly Holm after Holm had defeated Ronda Rousey. Like that was a big show. UFC 200, UFC 100 was a big show. Headlined by John Fitch and uh, shit. Who? Uh, not 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 Nakamura. I want to. I want to say Nakamura. It wasn't Nakamura. Uh, this is an inside joke. John, Paul Tiago, John Fitch, and Paul Tiago was the main event of UFC 100. People people will pop for that. Um, but UFC 300 just feels like it's a show. Like Alex Pereira and, and Jamal Hill is like fine, but these aren't two dudes who. It's like, yeah, this is this is a top tier fight, whereas Conor McGregor would have been. Um, but he, Conor's not on this show. I don't know. It was like the the crossover was interesting, just because you knew it was probably going to happen at some point. It was going to be okay. How are they going to do this? And this is what they decided to do. And I thought it was a it was a kind of a big swing to take instead of. It was just, hey, here's you a UFC fighter sitting in the crowd, which they also did. It was, hey, we're gonna give this UFC fighter promo time on this show, and I didn't really expect that. 
and like the the hints are kind of there, right? With the the announcement of the Honda Center getting the partnership with TKO for the next little bit. UFC ran the event that weekend, and then Raw ran Monday, so it kind of made sense in a way. And then you started seeing people in the crowd. There, here's Netflix, and here's you know Michael Chandler, and here's the Bull Rider, and here's this guy and that guy. By the way, Jelly Roll is going to be on tour. It felt like they were really trying to do as much cross promotion as they could. But the UFC one was like, well, it makes most sense because they're here. They were here. And now they're still in the building that they're touting a big relationship with for the next, what was it, eight years? So for that, it made perfect sense. They bring out Michael Chandler and he calls out uh, Conor McGregor. So Jeff Valley Driver said GSP. And I was like, no, wait a minute. That's not him. Uh, and and so now if they do it, let's say it becomes the, the new main event for 300. That's it's a, not going to be. No. Is, isn't, no. What was it? WrestleMania is the week before before 300? yeah you 300 is april 13th i don't think i very short yeah yeah connor again connor when he made that announcement in december he said june so yes. and that was a yeah. saudi show wasn't it mm, i don't think that had been confirmed yet no and the people were just speculating on that okay yeah i don't i don't think it's gonna be 300 um no i just don't See people in the chat commenting on on Connor wanting to control things and other aspects of his uh, training. So it's yeah. another good point. We'll see where it lands. This could be just a, I don't know, a long-term story. This is what UFC has kind of become too, right? They're starting to really lean in on characters who happen They've to be- have always been that way. It's It's gotten more over mm. the top over the last five years though. No. Has? Okay. I'll no. take the word for it. Again, I'm not a big UFC guy from what I see. It's like, oh, you're really leaning into this more than ever, but- Again, I, if you tell me otherwise, I'm going to believe you because I don't cover or watch MMA as much as maybe you do. I think certain people have tried to be more of a character, if that makes sense, because yeah. they know this works. But like you go back to the days of Tito Ortiz, he was a character trying to sell fights with with his trash talking and everything. The ultimate fighter was a vehicle to sell a fight. Like it, it, it seems more prevalent because social media is just more prevalent and everything you can do with videos is more of a thing. But the, the UFC has always had characters and guys who have just tried to like sell fights and everything. Yeah, Jason saying Tito and, and Liddell was part right. Yeah, the story of yeah. Tito, Tito yeah. and Chuck Liddell was they were training partners. Chuck used to beat his ass in training. And then Tito never wanted to fight him. So they had a falling out and then they got to fight. Like all of it is all pro wrestling. Well, yeah. Until they punch each other in the face. It's always been pro wrestling. It's true. Everything's fake. I do like why soul will bring this up. Will it be reciprocal? Will Cody or Roman be promoting WrestleMania in the middle of the cage? I don't think it'll be that much, but I do think that down the line, they'll probably use it as a, and then, and it wouldn't be the first time UFC has been used as a bit of a conduit to, to get us towards, a WWE match. So the the next big UFC event is UFC 299. It's it's in Florida. Uh, it's headlined by Sean O'Malley against uh, Marlon Vera, which is a big fight. Sean O'Malley is a big star. What? See the, see the the rainbow hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sean O'Malley is one of their their top stars, especially after uh, winning the title in a, in a knockout. Um, Dustin Poirier is on this card. Michael Vin and Page is making his debut on this card. It's a strong card, honestly. It's like just Sounds, as good as. Yeah. There are names on there that I rec- that I recognize, and that's kind of baseline. So it's a 
again, in Florida as well, Miami, short hop, skip, jump from Orlando, I guess. I don't actually know the proximity of Florida. Um, but it, if you're going to do something, this is March 9th. This is about a month before Mania. You could probably have a Cody Rhodes show up and, and say some stuff there. I don't know how a UFC crowd is going to react to it, though. A WWE crowd reacting to UFC is one thing because because like WWE fans are just gonna be like, ah, cool. Like you're telling me this fine. We just cheer because you're loud. Then you, you, you scream like yeah, it's entertaining. Cool. You're entertaining. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're calling out Conor McGregor. We know who that is. Like, ah, you're using buzzwords and, and disses and stuff. We like that. I don't know if like Cody can go in front of this crowd and call out Roman Reigns, like a UFC crowd. They're probably like, all right, can we get back to like, uh, can we get back to, you know, the face punching, please? Now they get the rock there. And Miami would make sense for the rock. Yes, it would. The UFC crowd has already accepted the rock. He's a, he's appeared in the cage before and everything. He's, you know, big up the UFC. If you get the rock there doing some heel rock stuff, talking about, I assume this tag team match will be official by then. Talking about Cody and, and Seth Rollins. I think they'd react to that. I think that's honestly, if they can make that happen, that's a it's a good little look. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Having having Rock show up, it's probably the answer. Having him show up with Roman and just be like, This is the you know, the WWE champion. You can also, you know, have a little rub off there. I don't know about Cody. I don't know if I'd want maybe Cody's in the crowd, but even then, uh, do you want to do that? It's very interesting. And this is this is the thing. Like, this is not me saying, oh, my God, I wish he was here. Brock would have been the only person that would have really gotten away with doing something like this. But he's not going to be part of WrestleMania, so it's kind of a moot point. Uh, but Rock, because of the proximity and because it's the main event of Mania, he's the next, the next guy that I would bring out if you do a crossover. Yeah, I would definitely do the Rock. That's the easiest sell. And I think Rock would obviously be open to doing it assuming it works with this schedule i mean he's on the board of the company that owns that entity as well should make it work with this schedule then yeah exactly just get on the jet this taylor can do it so can rock everyone's got the jets agree someone (laughs) what about cm punk 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 was at 298 he He was was, he was at the event this past weekend and And, uh, tez and uh, tez and bianca were there too yeah, he did an interview with the uh, TNT Sports, uh, you know, the the UK affiliate. So, yeah, he's he's been at these shows. I could maybe see. I don't know if like he doesn't have anything to promote. He's not wrestling. So. Well, if he becomes the host for WrestleMania this year, I don't think they're doing that. No, I don't. Know. I, don't think so. I feel like they might try to do it. I feel like they might try to make him the host. Do a little uh, a little fun thing with him and and other other stars. I don't know. But uh, I can see him do it. They have him coming out to Raw in Anaheim. I mean, he lives down the street, but like, well, again, he was he was there because he was already there for UFC. Right. My my point is like, they could do it. They they could easily they they brought him out for the Vegas you know panel. They could have him. I I feel like he will have some sort of WrestleMania appearance. I think he'll be there. Yes. I don't know if he's gonna be the host though. Just put him on commentary. I hear that's what they really want. <laughs> I mean, maybe. maybe. Who knows? It's very, it's very interesting. But yeah, the production changes. A lot of the things that happened on Raw this week, I don't think you're going to see 
you know, UFC stars and PBR stars showing up every single Monday night. But I think when they do a really big show, big house, big event, like after 299, depending where WWE is, they might do it again because it's it's a good lead in for Monday Night Raw. There's something good there. Uh, who knows? But uh, the, again, the production changes themselves. Some of the shots I really liked walking down the ramp in the middle of the, the tag match was good. Walking through the entire venue to get down to the seats didn't think that needed to be a full 60 second shot. <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think if you started in the concourse and you walked into the to the arena that's different. It just felt like this is the thing I talk about, right? We we talked about the the TV timing of things. And to me that felt like it was going on forever in those 60 seconds. If you bring it down to 30 or even 25, then it's better. It, it, to me it just flows better. Okay. That's just my thought when it comes to production. Uh, Jey Uso didn't win the, the Intercontinental Championship. Supposedly there was at one point talks of him actually walking. I don't even know where that came from. I think WrestleVotes had tweeted out something about uh, be, be seeing rundowns and said it. I don't know. Either way, Jay didn't win. I didn't know where that came from, but I tried to stay offline. No, I get it. I, let me see if I can pull up the WrestleVotes tweet. But regardless... You and I both talked about it. We said that Jimmy would get involved and we'd be moving towards Jay versus Jimmy and that it wouldn't be a a title match. It would just be a brother's fight match. Um, here we go. This is from WrestleVotes. This was at 11.22 p.m. Eastern after Raw on the 19th. Uh, hearing an interesting story that we hope to follow up on more tomorrow, being today. I guess yesterday. <clears throat> but they didn't. Sources states that there were multiple people within the company under the impression that Jey Uso was winning the Intercontinental Championship on Raw. I'm told that as of 6 p.m., as late as 6 p.m., there was the discretion on various... This was the the direction, wow, on various show rundowns within the creative and digital departments. So there you go. Are they they putting out false rundowns? Trying to get out the moles, Jeremy? What are we doing? Maybe. I mean, honestly, maybe they are. And... I don't know about like getting out moles, but maybe they're just doing that because it's WrestleMania season and they just want to really protect and safeguard some plans here. It's fine by me. Again, you and I talked about it. The Intercontinental Champion losing before WrestleMania feels a little strange. I'm glad that they didn't do that. I'm much happier seeing Jay get a really, really good match out of Gunther. But at the end, it was all about yes, Jimmy. Jay carried Gunther in that match. That's for sure. I mean, it was a good match. It was a good match. I think Jay got the the right amount of offense given the size and power discrepancy between the two. Or despair, you know. Uh, I think that was. I think there was a lot of strong stuff there. But then yeah, was, Jimmy comes in. It was and a good brother up. It was a good match. It was the the finish was expected, which was Jimmy coming in and costing jay i did like that they set that up earlier in the night by just the bloodline showing up and taking out cody as well it's like oh we know they're here by the way poor management adam pierce you just let them run in in the opening match and then you didn't kick them out of the building well he said he did he told them he did uh, during the the back shot where where back shot sorry that's the wrong word to use when uh when seth walks in with cody Taps him on the knee and, you know, I got you, bro. That, that Adam Pierce said, I kicked him out. They're not coming back. And I was like, mm, sure as hell they are. Well, poor management that he didn't, you know, make this. Uh, didn't he not have the photo up? Like, if you see this man, if you see this man, please 
you know, get, don't let him in. It's solo and it's uh Sean Ross Sapp and it's uh and it's it's these guys. It's it's Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso. And Scott Steiner. What is it's a big that, old bagel? It's the uh, grounded all day cafe salmon stack per usual. Oh. It's incredible. Oh. They don't pay me anything, but if you're ever in Lexington, you should check it out. Jeremy hasn't been in Lexington. He is too busy playing paper dolls virtually to come play Jesus golf with me. I've not been invited to make the very convenient six hour drive. You know, I, I thought about going to uh Paul Cade here in a couple months. Okay. To watch you wrestle again. Cause, uh, Steve, not Dr. Death, is also on the show. He's gonna Today get I learned like, that was on a ride. Sunday. So I guess I'm working a Sunday. Oh. That might make it a little bit more difficult for me. We'll see. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking about it. It's still a long drive, but, I, you know, I like to make the towns when I can. There's, mm-hmm. there's some pals on that show, aside from you. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. I'll let you know. Alexis Littlefoot, supposedly, in the Battle Royal. Oh, okay. 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 Looking forward to that. I tried to uh, get her to let me sneak into Drake and J. Cole in a few weeks at Rupp Arena. Let me tell you what these geniuses did. I'll do respect to them. Lexington Comic Con, three straight days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. About four hours after Lexington Comic Con ends, Drake and J. Cole are at the same venue, Rupp Arena, which is inside Central Bank Center for their concert. I'm sure that won't go terribly. <laughs> I'm sure parking will be fine. Yeah, they'll parking. have it all figured out. It'll be all just, right. Just walk to the venue from your house. That's how it works. It's three miles away. I could. See? It's a good workout. A bird scooter there. There you go. Look at us. We're just coming up with answers to your questions about parking. Trying to be equal. I'm not going to the concert as of yet. If I look and tickets are like way down, somebody trying to get rid of them, I'll go. But how was Moose? Good. You, you guys know that he he was joining you, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Just yeah. wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of that. I um, had heard a rumor. That's right. Yeah. Do, do we need to be aware of anything else? I don't know what. Is there something else I need to? <laughs> no. I no. We all got the same correspondence. You did. It's all the same. <laughs> hmm. I you might get yelled at. My fault. I apologize. Probably. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> hey, we got Where a new show that? possibly coming to Fightful. No, don't don't yeah. do it. We already we already did that with him earlier. You already teased it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we don't yeah. talk about it anymore than we have to. Yeah, you already joined the show earlier. Yeah, it's forty five minutes. He basically. Why are you giving away who it is, you dickheads? <laughs> it's Moose. Moose. Oh. <laughs> May as well just give it all away here. Good talk, guys. Goodbye. I'm glad I changed the overlay just for that. <laughs> I mean, it was already given away. People couldn't figure it out. This is what happens. We guys get get in trouble for having management conversations on the air. Man. Anyway. Wilson sent a few super chats saying it's crazy how Cody only lost three matches since he came back to WWE with the OC and NXT. Is it more of a chance? The mystery person is Tamatanga. Uh, the mystery person thing is getting some steam in NXT. I don't know who it is. I still think it's Tian. I think it's Dante Chen and, uh, and Boa. 
they just had them painting up their faces all willy nilly, and then they they got him up out of there. I think it's going to be them, and people are going to be like, "Who?" It'll be like, "Well, they showed you video packages. That should be enough." What Don't- is this? Uh, who the people keep mentioning this to me? Like, I don't know who it is. It's a bit. Isn't this a dead argument? Didn't we do this argument like three years ago? The video packages. AEW? Yeah, yeah. we did. But now somebody with the platform came All on right. another show with the platform and brought it up again. And people want to keep arguing. So Stop platforming platform. anybody. Just <laughs> banish all platforms. We should banish this show. We have to stop having interviews altogether forever. And banish ever. all banish all platforms. Just stop. I hate it. That's right. It's fine. Cody, Cody lost to Drew. Yeah, I was surprised. Somebody had to lose. It felt like Drew. I mean, Drew needs look, we, needs the momentum because he's still trying to get to WrestleMania. Cody's already on the way there. Yes, it was a little dirty and it's a bit bloodline oriented. So like it made sense. I didn't hate the finish. Oh, it did. And they did a good job of like hearkening back to Mania 39 with with Solo coming in and doing the spike to the throat during the crossroads. There was some, again, it was good storytelling and a good match. So for Cody to lose like it's a big loss, but it's one that he can easily come back from on his way to WrestleMania. I don't disagree with you. It was just surprising because figured, oh, they just booked this match. They're going to do a DQ finish because they don't want either of these guys to lose. And they didn't. And like, credit to them. Like, yeah, okay, Cody didn't lose clean. He shouldn't. That's fine. But I just fully expected a DQ finish. And then when they announced it was opening, I was like, oh, yeah, they're easy dq finish they ain't they ain't going well even if it closed i figured it would be a yeah even if it closed like they could have done a dq finish for sure they don't care but you know there's more credence to it being in the opener of like okay you open with it you do the dq finish you still got two and a half hours of show to do you're closing with jay and gunther which will probably have some type of screwy finish but at least you'll get a finish in that match so I'm I'm glad they actually did a finish. It was screwy, but it probably should be. You don't want to beat Cody clean, especially going into WrestleMania. You continue the bloodline story. You still it also continued the stuff with Seth of Cody didn't accept Seth's offer to be his shield. And then so look what happened because he didn't accept the offer. And Seth referenced that. He's like, I'm still here, buddy. And you know, now it it gives Cody more you know seth is the background guy in this whole story he's just he's just there and now like cody you needed a good reason beyond the fact that cody should have should want backup against the bloodline just based on last year to put it more in the forefront of like see this is what happens against drew they don't even like drew drew's complained that he's been screwed over by the bloodline if they went to these lengths for Drew, imagine what they're going to do with Roman and you got no backup. It was good. It's really good. Yeah, there's again, there's some really good storytelling that they're leaning into going into Elimination Chamber, going into WrestleMania. Um, so Wilson, Wilchism also sent a super chat saying, eight years ago, who would believe that Cody Rhodes and R-Truth would be the biggest baby faces in WWE? Legend, happy for truth. Hey, man. Truth is doing some really good character work, and he's just always been a solid professional wrestler. Truth and Miz gonna win those tag titles at Mania. <laughs> it's it gonna be are. great. That's fine. It's gonna be great because those tag titles haven't meant much. And every time Miz wins a tag title, and 
it just means as much as it did when he won them. <laughs> anyway, uh, is there anything else to add about the the Drew stuff? Oh, good win. He's going to go on a chamber, probably win that this weekend. And then we're going to get Drew and Seth at Mania, uh, the big match. We got to find an Aussie who's up at our at our time who wants to talk about chamber on Friday. Uh, what about Josh? Josh Robinson. I would love to bring Josh on. I'm going to talk to him because obviously some people know that when this channel first started josh and i did a little uh content on the channel that we loved yeah. and he's actually covering the show for love wrestling i would love to bring josh robinson he's fantastic uh, i think it's a time it's a timing thing we're gonna have to do this show at 5 a.m eastern which is wow. midnight in hawaii yeah. 1 a.m 2 a.m pacific 3 east mountain 4 central i'm just i'm just making sure everybody knows because WWE wanted you to know when this show started. Well, good. They oh, should. I, I, I just found it very funny when it's like the full like page of times. You know, you got Rock out here just being like, I don't care. Look it up when SmackDown starts. <laughs> Figure that shit out on your own. Use Google. You don't yeah. need a video package to know when the show starts. All right, I respected it. Well, just I'm also sent to Super Chat saying, by the way, I'm glad you got yourself a lawyer so the fake cock can stop doing you wrong. Listen, Jack, it's okay. We can we can put on our straight jackets, but take them off over our hearts. What? It's a Joe Gacy thing, I guess. Is that what he said? No, but apparently there was a whole thing on NXT. I've, I got to catch up on NXT. I've had a busy uh, Tuesday night. Was it a video package? I mean, it was a backstager. It was, a, it was kind of a video. It wasn't like a... No, it wasn't a video package. The whole show was a video package. It was pre-taped. Oh, okay. Sending our love to Shotzi, by the way. ACL tears are never fun. Yeah. She did confirm that along with, again, like this is something that she had mentioned as well. She's been through a lot in the last couple of years. So send our love. We send our, our hopes for a speedy recovery. It sucks when that stuff happens. If you saw, they did air how the injury came about. And it was a very innocuous jump off the apron. And she just landed wrong on the floor on her feet no less so hopefully uh everything is everything's okay and a speedy recovery to shotzi yes best wishes to uh to shotzi as she's gonna be out for at least nine months but hopefully you know hopefully that thing thing goes well for her for her Oh, Renette sends a super chat saying, Dear team, Google it. I'm not Googling anything except Taylor's bejeweled outfits because I am planning to make that for the heiress tour stop on top of making friendship bracelets and sunnies. I am busy. Jeremy, is this your is this your alt account? No. Um, but but shout out to to you, Bell, and I hope uh things go well with the with the Ares tour and you know getting your, your friendship bracelets and your, your outfit and everything. <laughs> Gotta get that off my chest. No, it's cool. <laughs> Have a wonderful time. I really hope it's a good time. And yeah, everyone can Google it. Don't worry about dorks telling you how to how to participate in wrestling. Just us. Just listen to us. Sorry that I was checking my, my phone during that. Uh, I, I need to get my car fixed. I got into an accident over the weekend. I'm fine. I did not know this. Everybody's fine. Yeah, it wasn't that important. It wasn't that big of a deal. So. Oh, actually, I did know about this. <laughs> oh, the wife told you. because I No, no, actually. So uh, Corey told me because he was asking me to do something for him. Oh, okay. He didn't oh, mention yeah. the severity of anything. He just said the shop and i was like oh okay his car is messed up or something oh yeah yeah so i was just checking in on that um yeah it wasn't anything bad no nobody got hurt that's all that matters but 
inconvenient damage to vehicles so you know how that goes um look nobody should give a fuck about wrestling and googling and who tells you to like what and all of all of that go back to the first part of that statement don't give a fuck about wrestling listen to taylor swift i'm fine with that i may not be the biggest taylor swift fan in the world but i can absolutely get behind you know spending your time enjoying that instead of anything else uh talk about taylor swift with us in the in the weeds channel over on the Fightful Select Discord, okay? we have. I can't here. get access to the Discord. We the, When we tried to explain it, the guy showed up and just ruined everything, so I'm sorry. I don't know how to get into the Discord. We'll find... We'll, I'll, I'll get you in there. Do you have a Discord account? Yeah. Okay, I'll send you the thing. Or Sean will. One of us will. You'll be in there. Okay. Yeah, I got a Discord minutes. account. I'm, I'm in other Discords. I'm just not in ours. It sounds like a bad I'm idea. not active. I don't use it at all. I probably won't use this. Maybe I will. I like I like our fans. They're nice. Only our fans. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I would too. Uh, Dynamite tonight. Is it? It's, allegedly. They don't have a whole lot announced. No, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, is there an updated thing here? Yeah, have we missed something? I don't think so. I'm checking. Like, I don't know. Main... I'm gonna go to the official AEW website, and maybe they'll have more information on what is or isn't happening on AEW Dynamite. Uh no, there's there's this is this is correct. It's all of this nonsense. Wow. <laughs> this is a good question. Does Busted Open have a Discord? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Join ours instead. I'm I'm not uh oh, apparently they did. <laughs> oh I mean good good on them. Good on them. Uh Patreon subs don't have a way of getting in. I'm not subscribed to Fightful Select. I'm just not. What? Yeah. You know you can put that on your uh, on your invoice. You invoice Fightful Select. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do it every month. Oh, yeah. I do that. <laughs> oh well, I don't think big, big fans we are of this channel of this place. Oh man, it's okay. You can get in regardless. Um, I don't want to interact with other wrestling fans more than I already do. I, I just keep my, I just keep it on the, in the weeds tab. Talk about everything, but wrestling. That's what we do. That's in the weeds. We, we, we'll talk, we, we talked to collective 35 minutes about wrestling. I'll drop some in the weeds scoops on that channel. And That's then cool. maybe people, I'll tell everybody how I get in trouble all the time. We'll do that. And we'll make it a place where y'all can do maybe some Q and a stuff. How about that? Nah, we'll do okay. some 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 Q and A so that maybe at the end of each show we can just run down a few questions from the In the Weeds channel, and we can uh, have some fun with y'all. How about that? All right. Are we ready to talk about AW Dynamite? AW Dynamite tonight is live at 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS from the Bach Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's a lineup. Deanna Perrazzo's in action. Tony Storm is in action. It's timeless. Swerve Strickland teams with Samoa Joe and Brian Cage take on Rob Van Dam, Hook, and Hangman Page. And John Moxley teams with Claudio Castagnoli to take on FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler. Tune in live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite on TBS. Thank you, Tony. We having a, we're having a day. Speedpunk said to Super Chat saying, who's ready for AEW tonight? RVD. I'll be there with my older brother. It'll be his first wrestling show he's ever attended. Nice. Have fun. AEW shows are really a lot of fun. The ones I've the ones I've been to 
I have had a really good time. I'm looking forward to when they come back to Toronto uh, next month. It's going to be a month from yesterday. So go and enjoy that. And go and enjoy us on the Discord. And go hang out with us. TK's taking the day off. He switched to decaf. Had a long flight from England, all right? That's right. <laughs> and like the show, the show looks fine. Like the, the show's going to be what it is. Th- this is always the funny thing. It's like there have been so many times where we've walked into an episode of Dynamite being like, there's like nothing here. And then something happens and you're just like, oh, this was really good. So hopefully that's what we're getting into this week on Dynamite from the you can't, you can't center. You, you can't give them, you know, everything every week, Joel. Sometimes you got to bring it down a little bit. So that sure. way, the next time you do it, it feels a little bit more special. I will pull the curtain back on this. Uh, on this, We cannot claim anything higher than the $10 tier. We can only claim the first two. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. It is It is part of the deal. Oh, okay. Oh, looking forward to We have Wardlow. Get to do a squash on John Cruz. Let's go. That guy deserves it. Jeremy, anything to plug before we get out of here? No. Well, we're back on Friday. 10 a.m. Eastern till noon. Maybe. We'll see. Later? Earlier? Who knows? Talk about Dynamite. Talk about Chamber stuff. Run smack down. I'm good. You're good. We'll, we'll go. Go enjoy. Go enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Metro Pearl. J O E L P E R L. Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.